Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Today in Titletown Packers podcast. My name is Griffin. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at All Day Packers, and I'm joined by Braun, who you can follow on Instagram at Lambo.Leapers. We're coming back to you. Uh, we're doing a second podcast this week. Uh, this one's only going to be previewing the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, we're recording this earlier in the week than you're listening to it. So, honestly, we do not know the status of Aaron Rodgers. We're hoping he plays, but honestly, we don't know. He can't. He's not eligible to return off the COVID reserve list until Saturday, I believe. So, he would have to go into the game Sunday without practicing. Matt LaFleur said after the Chiefs game that there, there's no question about if he would if he would start or not, if he was able to go. But uh, we're not sure. Either way, though, should be a fun game if Jordan Love plays because it will be at Lambeau, different circumstances. Uh, we'll get into all that. Braun, how are you? I'm good. I mean, I'm excited for this game. This is going to be a big one, not only for the NFC, because we've got Russell Wilson here coming back, making his return, trying to get the Seahawks back in the playoff contention. Uh, We've also got the return, hopefully, of Aaron Rodgers trying to get the Packers back on track after a loss to the Chiefs. So a lot to unpack here about this game. And of course, as always, Griff, excited to get into the dialogue with you. Yes, the Seahawks have, of course, started Geno Smith for their past three games. Uh, not the season is not really going the way that they that they hoped over in Seattle. They're three and five currently, not looking good. But the NFC is up for grabs. And real quick, Bron, the seven seed in both conferences is just such a joke because right now the Atlanta Falcons are the seven seed in the NFC. I mean, last year was the Chicago Bears. That is just, it was so stupid when the NFL put it in. Now there's only one bye week. It, it, I, I hate the seven seed. And it pertains to the Seahawks because it doesn't matter if they have a three and five record right now. There are seven spots up for grabs in the NFC playoffs. So they could easily sneak in there. Russell Wilson coming back. Offense is very loaded with weapons. They could obviously make a playoff run. Yeah, I mean, all they got to do is string a few games together and they're kind of back in the thick of it. Like you said, the seven seed, um, not a fan, obviously, because it took away a buy, which, you know, we're used to getting buys. We're not really worried about the wild card spots. And especially with this division that we're in, uh, it's pretty clear we've got the division locked up unless something unbearably, you know, unforeseen happens that causes some kind of injury to Aaron Rodgers long term. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, we're trying to compete for a championship. And the best way to do that is to have an automatic victory in the playoffs. Um and that one of those being taken away hurts. We got the one seed last year, luckily, but it's tough to get that. And it's no guarantee we get it this year, although I like our chances. But um, now we have to – the problem is is if we get, like, the two, we're going to play a team, you know, a not the, an undeserving playoff team. And that's the nature of it. So, I mean, pretty much anybody who doesn't have, like, six losses to this point is in the conversation. So, um, yep, seven seed is there, and Seattle's trying to get there. So they've got – an opportunity and, and it definitely starts against a great team like Green Bay this week for them. Yes, and assuming Aaron Rodgers is hopefully able to go, it should be a pretty good day for the Packers offense. Knowing how they've performed against Seattle historically in, in at Lambeau Field, it's it's gone well for them. So hopefully it can be more of the same for them. Even if it's Jordan Love, I think I'll be more confident in Love going against Seattle than I was going against Kansas City, who have a worse defense, but it was first ever game loud crowd loudest stadium in the nfl first career start obviously so much pressure i think he'll be more comfortable playing at lambeau field with uh with the home crowd and the cold weather and we know how russell wilson performs and at lambeau field he is 0-4 in his career at lambeau he, he he cannot take the cold weather and his hand i'm sure is going to be going to be bugging him quite a bit but hopefully maybe he won't be able to feel it i don't know how cold it's going to be but 
it's it's getting pretty cold as we move into November. So we know how he gets in the cold weather. Uh, I'm hoping for another successful day for the Packers. Yeah, we're all hoping for that, right? But I mean, if if it's Jordan, a couple things concern me regarding. Of course, he had a bad first game, and we've talked about that in our last episode. Which, if you haven't seen, make sure to watch that because we go through the Chiefs game with a lot of hard uh, criticisms and a lot of just you know we go through it and really discuss the details of what went wrong and the, the things that went right. We dial we diagnose everything. So uh, make sure to go watch that. But, um, you know, in terms of this game, if love were to start, um, you know, it's an issue, right? But because yes, it's a home game, but the Seattle defense is better marginally than I would say than the chiefs. Right. And you mentioned that, but, um, after that first performance, he might get into a funk if, if he were to, you know, come out and then have to do it again. And he's got even more pressure now because, okay, it's okay to lose one game, right? You lose one game. We're still eight and we're still seven and two. Um, we're looking to go eight and two though. That's the problem. We're trying to win now because we can't afford to lose more games and the pressure is going to be mounted higher and higher each time Jordan Love, you know, takes the field now, um, after the kind of stuff that he put on tape in this past game. So, um, to me, we need Rogers back. Obviously, if we don't have Rogers back, it's, that's when the real issues can start, um, where our playoff, uh, chances and hopes of getting different seedings, like the number one seed are, are coming into question. Yeah, this is a big game now because we are 7-2, and two, coming off of a loss, our first loss since week one. We went almost two months without taking an L. And so now, coming off of that, it's kind of like this game is actually very important because dropping to 7-3 and three in such a top-heavy conference is not what's, what Green Bay is going to want to do. It, we caught a break, honestly, last week because we lost, but so did the Rams. They lost. The The Cardinals were able to move to 8-1 and one with their backups in. Uh, sadly, San Francisco couldn't pull it out for us in that one. But L.A. lost. Tampa Bay, they lost to the Saints before their bye week. It's it's not end-all or be-all that game against the Chiefs. But this one against Seattle, suddenly the pressure is kind of on when we're fighting for that bye week. And that's exactly why we need Aaron Rodgers back uh, to get this offense rolling. With David Bakhtiari coming back, it sounds like he'll be back ready for this game to play. Um, it's really been a slow, slow burn getting him prepared to, to take the field again after that ACL injury. Um, on uh, on New Year's Eve um, that day, and, and that was uh, definitely a tough one in the middle of our playoff run. So with a healthy David Bakhtiari back, Rodgers hopefully back, this is when our offense should come out and have its best performance of the season against a not-great Seattle defense. At home, you know, I, I'm excited for this game. I, I really feel like this is a great opportunity to propel us into really the, the stretch of where we're going to start having to win some bigger games couple division games, games against a team like the Rams coming up and, and others that will matter as we move into the later stage of the season trying to secure a big playoff spot. And looking at looking at the actual matchup with the Seahawks, their run defenses, uh, it's better than their pass defense, which is usually true in Seattle. Their defense all around is pretty average. It's not bad, but it's not very good either. So I could see Aaron Rodgers having a successful day through the air, maybe with the white sleeves on. Hopefully, you know, I love those white sleeves. It, it, Adams is going to be so thankful to have Aaron Rodgers throwing the football to him again. All the COVID stuff, the vaccination stuff. Um, it, I was heated about it last week, but... After watching Jordan Love play, what this offense looks like with Jordan Love in, it's uh, it's the last thing on my mind right now. I just need the good quarterback on the field 
making the good throws because I miss it. And Devontae Adams, I'm sure, misses it too. So we could see another bounce-back game from him against his Seattle secondary. And MVS, Rodgers hasn't played with MVS since week three. That's something to look out for with David Bakhtiari back. You know, we've been talking all year, Braun, about how this offense, it doesn't look exactly like it did in 2020. And maybe a lot of that has to do with David Bakhtiari. They're, tr- they're going a lot more empty, and it's maybe they don't trust the plays that that were working for them in 2020, like the bootleg stuff, the the play action rollouts, all of that stuff. It's it looks to be kind of disappearing uh, in in 2021 versus 2020. But maybe with David Bakhtiari back, the bookend at the left tackle spot, maybe that changes a lot of it. And I think Aaron is going to be a lot more comfortable having Bakhtiari on the field. And hopefully that means Rose Newman is off the field because I'm sick of him every week I've, I've been giving him a break for for eight games now Braun, nine games now but i <laughs> this last one man i've about had it i mean i was all for bakhtiari coming back and john runyon being pushed off the field but now i i think i think royce has got to go i don't know who plays right guard maybe lucas patrick anyways i think the offense has a pretty good day and then what would they put elton at center or what i mean it's like we've talked about this a lot but what do they do then I mean, is it Elton at center? Is Elton going to stay at the left yeah, guard? Yeah, it's, it's Elton. It's Elton at center. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I then they put who at left guard? Runyon. Yeah, Runyon. Yeah. He's been I fine. mean, there's a, so fine. many. He's been fine. Is yeah, fine is probably a little much, but you know that they've played well enough to win. Obviously, um, I don't know what they're going to do. That's going to be interesting. We'll see what they do. Um, I I I think they'll take Newman off. Probably is my guess. Runyon's now. He this is his second. Uh, year he's not a rookie they'll probably prefer him over over Newman at this point um so yeah I think that's probably what they do it'll be interesting like you said Griff whether they put Elton at center keep him at left the one I think that I always wanted to see was to have I, I think Billy's been good at right tackle but I'd like to see Elton go to the right and then have Bill Turner kick inside that's the one I wanted but they probably won't do that they'll keep Bill on the right I think and probably have Elton either take the center or left guard spot yeah, I think Bill's been better at the tackle spot than Elton has been. Uh, it's nice having two versatile players like that, though, for sure. But uh, I, I would keep Bill on the right tackle spot. He's, you know, most of the time I just don't notice him, which is what you want from an offensive lineman. Uh, switching gears to the defense here, I think I, I really don't know what to expect with Russell Wilson in because he wasn't having a – the Seahawks, they weren't having a great t- start to the season even before he broke his finger. But a lot of that is due to the the play calling and the coaching on offense. That's It's not great. They're, <laughs> they're kind of back in the spot where they're not letting Russ cook because he's been highly efficient, looking very good. Granted, it was the first half of the season. We know how Wilson plays the first half of the season, so it'll be interesting seeing how he performs in his first game back in the cold weather too. So I don't know. Knowing how this defense has played this season against much better offenses than the Seahawks, they've got a lot of weapons to cover, but I think it's going to be another productive day from the defense. Honestly, when they actually let Russ cook, which I hate that, but when they when you know when they let him throw the ball deep a bunch of times, like you said, he had a good start to the year, but then as the year went on, he just started throwing multiple picks per game, and then of course that's how he crashes his MVP campaign every year. They let him loose just enough to where he starts just throwing up 50-50 balls every single play, and then he just makes a ton of bad throws and makes turnovers. Um, you know, I don't think he is as great as everybody thinks he is, but he certainly has a lot of talent and he's going to be an issue. You know, he's a quarterback that has a lot of, you know, great games under his belt and he's played in Super Bowls. Um, so to me, 
I think about what that that team is capable of doing and and how they can challenge this defense. But this defense is going to certainly bring a challenge to him. And with Russ, we talked about it. His injury, he's. I feel like they rushed him back. I honestly feel like he's coming back pretty quickly. And I know he really is the driving force of that organization at this Russ, point. The finger thing, he just had a metal rod taken out of his finger. And now he's going to play in a game, like, what, two weeks later, not even? And and in the cold and expect to, like, come back and play really well and make the same throws that he's been making? I mean, I feel like it could be a struggle. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, though, Griff. I don't know what you think about the way that they've handled the injury and how he's come back pretty quickly here, but um, certainly going to be interesting. Yeah, they were originally saying it's like a month or something like that. Like, people originally thought he was going to miss the Packer game, but... I don't know. Everyone eventually, everyone kind of seemed to believe that he would be back for the Packer game. I think that was the Seahawks' target point was coming back this game. Uh, I don't think it's gonna. I, he's probably gonna have a little bit of rust throwing the football because, I mean, he just had a f- surgery on his finger, and you post a video to Twitter like he just survived a failed surgery or something. He, we all know how corny Russell Wilson is, uh, <laughs> so I think he's gonna over dramatize this matchup for sure. Mr. Unlimited, baby. That had to have been the cringiest video I've ever seen. He's got a lot of the cringiest videos I've ever seen. A lot of them are up there from him. But uh, I think, yeah, maybe they rushed him a little bit. I don't know. But knowing Pete Carroll, knowing their offense, they're probably going to hand it off 30 times anyway, not let him throw the ball despite all the weapons that they have. But even if they do, I'm, I'm confident in our linebackers. Never thought I'd say that. Chris Barnes had a great game on Sunday against the Chiefs. I'm confident in Devondre Campbell, of course, to shut down the run game. And I think it's just going to be one of those hard-fought victories that we get that – uh, we pull away in the fourth quarter, but it's it's pretty hard fought throughout. One of the key talking points this week is you know about Aaron Rodgers expecting to play without practicing with the team once. Uh, he'll be back Saturday, hopefully, and and by the time he comes back, it'll be walkthroughs on Saturday. Um, he'll be in the Zoom meetings and stuff like that, but he will have not practiced at all with the team. And of course, with Aaron Rodgers, you're not overly concerned about anything regarding rust or you know not practicing being a true concern we know he could throw the football he could go in there wake up at 6 a.m and then play a game at like 6 30 and play well like we're not worried about his ability to throw or play the game of football uh definitely not rust right but um you know as long as he's healthy and he gets clear of covid he'll be back and we'll see how that impacts in terms of maybe the game plan what kind of things they do um to maybe either uh, help compensate for Rodgers not being on the field or what they do in terms of meetings. It'll be interesting to see how that all plays out for sure. And with that, give me your score prediction, Brown. I'll go first. I'm going to predict a uh, – this is assuming that Rodgers is playing, which, again, we there's no guarantee. We really don't know. And this whole podcast is going to be pretty outdated by the time we upload it if it turns out he's not playing. But uh, assuming that he is playing, I'm going to go with 31-20. to 20. That feels about right. If Jordan Love starts, I'm going to go with 24-20. to 20. I think Love can score 24 points at home. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm never going to predict a loss. So those don't are my, my two. <laughs> you think Jordan Not Love is an L? You think Jordan Love no, is an L? I, yeah, I'll give mine. I don't even care what your thought process is behind that. You can get to it later because now it's my turn. I don't think that we would win the game with Jordan Love, honestly. Like, I don't know what would make you think that after what we saw. Uh, but to honest, I don't know. I mean, Maybe he'll surprise us and play well, but uh, that would certainly be a surprise, right? So if it's Jordan, um, which I don't even want to think about, if it is Jordan, uh, we will lose. Um, I would say something like if Russ is there, I don't know. 
24 to, I'll give him 10. He gets another field goal from the special teams this time. And if it's Rodgers, I say we win 35 to 17. Big win. I think that if love starts, I think LaFleur and Love are both going to learn a lot from what went wrong in Kansas City. And I think it just, I think LaFleur just gives him more of a game manager game. He was having to make such difficult throws in Kansas City. I think he just dials it back, handed off to the two AJs. He, a lot of the time, I don't know, it's always weird, but a lot of the time, whenever games get away from us in the LaFleur era, it's usually on the road, isn't it? At home, it's usually. We're, we're able to handle those situations better, it seems like. So I think if, if we get into a similar situation like that where we're down 13 in the fourth quarter or something or in the second half, I think LaFleur is going to do a better job at sticking to the script and helping Jordan Love out and not having him make such difficult throws because it's not a throwaway game. And last week against the Chiefs, you could kind of consider that a throwaway game. Obviously, no game is a throwaway game, but if, if Jordan Love's first start, not a lot of people expected that to be a W. But this one, if he does have to start again, it is no longer that type of game, and he's actually got to put on a good performance. And a lot of people are going to be expecting him to play better than he did in Kansas City. So I think he will. I think LaFleur is going to have a better job coaching as well. That's why I think that Jordan Love will get the W, Braun. And also, the Seahawks just aren't that good. Okay, well, the only thing for me is, like, he, Jordan Love sat behind Aaron Rodgers, the greatest quarterback I've ever watched in my lifetime and anybody's lifetime, if they understand football, that's the most talented quarterback you've ever seen. And Aaron Rodgers has been mentoring Jordan Love for a year and a half. I don't see how Jordan Love would go from what we saw against the Chiefs to anything that could help us actually win the football game in the span of one week without Aaron Rodgers in the room. He'll be in the Zoom meetings, but I don't see how Matt LaFleur will come up with a much better game plan that would completely compensate for the lack of accuracy that we saw uh, against the Chiefs that would be enough to have us actually win the football game. So that's just the sad reality, in my opinion, of what the situation would become if Love was to start this game. He needs much more. He needs more. Like, maybe if you said, like, 10 games in, maybe he could start to develop a little bit more sense of of what he's going to go through during the games and get a better feel for all that. But one game you know, after, if everybody says, oh, it's his first game, well, this would only be his second game. Why would we expect anything more? It won't be much of a jump. Well, at home, at least some of the pressure is going to be gone, and then it's his second start, like you just said. Some of the pressure, it's not going to be, he's not going to be as nervy as he was in Kansas City. At least I hope not, but after the performance, uh, after that performance against the Chiefs, he might have even more pressure to try and play well because now he gets a second chance and he didn't play great in the first one. And now he's got even more pressure because if he puts out another bad performance, that's when the start, the, 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 the idea that he's a bust, that's when it starts to circulate even more and more. And that's when his future is on the line. Now, the, like every time he steps on the field, his future is on the line. And if he continues to play bad, like that's when you start, it's just going to turn into like this snowball effect. If, if, and that's what I'm worried about. That's the last thing I want. I want him to play well. I just it, he's not playing well, and if he has to play this week, it will it won't be anything close to what, in my opinion, Griff, what you're talking about, where we could actually put up 24 points and win the football game. I will be shocked if that happens. I would be shocked. I can't even see how you could think that. I just think after that performance, he's going to turn around and play better, and I think Lafleur is going to learn from his mistakes. That's it. We could t- we could score another seven point game. It could be that, but hopefully none of this matters. And Aaron Rodgers is playing, and we win by twenty points. Hopefully that's the case. Uh, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back on Tuesday. 
discussing the Seattle Seahawks game, which is hopefully a W, hopefully with Aaron Rodgers under center, or hopefully a W with Jordan Love under center. Either way, go Pack Go. Thank you so much for listening. Follow me on Instagram at All Day Packers. You can follow Braun on Instagram at Lambo.Leapers. Dot leapers, not dop. And uh, we'll be back on Tuesday, like I said. Make sure to like, share with your friends, subscribe on all platforms, leave a review, give us a DM. It helps a lot. Thank you so much. Go Pack Go. Definitely, Griff. If, if we're going to go out, with whether it's Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers, you know, I'm rooting for them just the same. We have to go out and win this game. And hopefully Jordan Love surprises me if it's him. But we all know it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. I, it seems pretty obvious that it's going to be Rodgers. And as long as that's the case, I feel very good about our chances. As always, everybody, thanks for listening. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.